0: Hello and welcome to the Test Podcast. My name is Eleanor Busby and today I'm joined by Will Hazel. Hello, Will. Hello. And Martin George. Hello, Martin. Hi. Now, I do often say that this has been a busy week, but this week really has been so busy, hasn't it? I mean, everything has pretty much dropped within a couple of days. It must be Christmas.
1: It must be. So I think maybe that West Wing episode where like, you take the trash out day and they just release every single yeah. document. Yeah, it's that- like a
0: dumping and then they go off and have a festive lunch. That was basically. yesterday. That was yesterday. But meanwhile, whilst that was going on and we were trying to make sure the website was up to date with everything, we also put out a magazine. So, I mean, we should have a pat on the back for that. I think we should, we should have a Christmas lunch Yeah, Yes, a Christmas lunch and um, one of the main pieces we had in the magazine this week was about supply teachers and Will that was from you, can you tell us a little bit more about that piece?
2: Yes, it was from me I I must uh, also say it was from um, our colleague uh, Jamie Stinson as well who did a a lot of the research for this so um, credit to him for that Um, yes, I mean it was something which I think people have been aware of for some time that sometimes supply teachers get uh, a raw deal but from the conversations uh, which we'd been having with people it seemed to be getting worse so we got in touch um, with various um, people who uh, do work as supply teachers and um, some people uh, in the uh, teaching unions as well to try to kind of get under the skin of exactly what's happening um, at the moment um, in the supply market and the feedback which we got was that um, not only are supply agencies charging um, charging schools more um, to um, to get teachers into their their schools, but also um, we've got lots of reports that um, agencies are trying to push down um, the amount of money they pay supply teachers and in some cases they're actually adopting um, practices which have been uh, described as exploitative um, so on the first point of um, uh, agencies charging schools more um, it, that's probably not too surprising because we've obviously got this recruitment crisis on at the moment and you know, if you're a school which desperately needs someone um, uh, someone in a classroom to uh, supervise um, classroom of students then you'll almost kind of pay any amount to to get that cover um, we had one head teacher who said um, that they're recently quoted £277 per day um, for a science teacher and that was £100 more than it would have cost him a couple of years ago um, but unfortunately it seems that this money isn't in many cases actually getting to um, to the supply teachers themselves and we've um, really um, been told about a kind of catalogue of, sort of dodgy practices when it comes to um, supply teachers. So um, we've uh, had people on our test forums talking about uh, having to do unpaid trial days before they start working in a school. Um, okay. In one case, there's a quite sort of farcical um, situation which one um, foreign forum member told us about where basically a school had five different candidates in uh, to the school all doing a trial lesson um and they kind of left uh th- that day with the impression that basically the school would you know got itself a, a free day's cover mm. um from these uh these kind of candidates doing uh doing this uh, trial day um so that's one thing we've also had reports of Um, agencies moving supply teachers around different schools for various reasons and two things which we've heard about in relation to this is firstly where an agency has a good teacher um, who they're very impressed with um, we've been told they actually uh, sometimes kind of move them uh, between different schools to kind of advertise uh, and increase the exposure of their agency uh, it's almost like a sort of advert but obviously mm-hmm. you might question whether that's the right thing to do for that individual yeah. um you know if they're getting kind of uh, moved from pillar to post but the other um, thing which is going on which is even more disturbing is um, under current agency worker regulations once you've been uh, in the same role for a 12 week period um you're entitled to move to the same pay as the permanent um employees who are in that role and we've heard uh, reports of agencies basically terminating someone's work or moving them to a different school just before they hit this kind of 12-week period um, in order to basically stop paying them um, as well as they would have to.
0: Right. And I mean, with the context and the fact that we've got a recruitment crisis on our hands and you've you've probably got quite a lot of people leaving the profession as teachers, but going into supply teaching Mm. and then you've got the funding situation. Mm. It it just seems like a complete mess, really. And if you're taking on supply teaching, you might really, you might not know all this stuff's going on when you first decide to go for it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things which the the union leaders we spoke to uh, were keen to highlight. They said, you know, many supply teachers probably aren't aware um, that they're, you know they might not be aware of their rights firstly they might not they, uh, in a survey uh, by the nasuwt union many teachers uh, supply teachers said that they weren't informed that you know if they've been somewhere for 12 weeks and they're entitled to, to move to this um new um kind of pay regime um and it seems that lots of um teachers um don't really know what their rights are and and schools as well um Uh, sometimes are complaining about a lack of transparency when it comes to these agencies Um, so they perhaps don't know that they're being sort of um, exploited if you like as well I mean I think we should you know point out that the kind of representative agencies who represent supply teachers um, say that actually you know examples of these sorts of practices you know aren't representative of all supply agencies um apps Co, which are one of these bodies basically said that you know that there's a, a few bad apples in the system and, and that uh, we shouldn't sort of form broad brush opinions about all agencies um based on on those sorts of unacceptable practices
0: mm-hmm. and isn't it the case that you've got um a lot more people that are supply teachers just waiting for work and even though you would think oh there's mm. a recruitment crisis on there's actually a lot of people just yes. waiting for a phone call yeah
2: yes i mean we we have heard reports of that happening as well, um and certainly um lots of sort of commenters on our our forums have said that they're getting kind of less work than they would have got in the past um why that's happening um it's not entirely clear, but it could be the case that agencies are basically getting kind of more teachers that they than they actually need sort of on their books mm-hmm. um and that's the reason why um those teachers are getting less work
1: mm-hmm.
0: Interesting and definitely one to watch, especially during the winter period where supply teachers are much more needed. I imagine with illnesses and colds.
1: Yeah, hangovers at Christmas. Well,
0: I'd like to think that teachers would still come in with a hangover, but um, yeah. Moving on on (laughs) from that. and then, like I said earlier, this week has been crazy, and in, in particular the last couple of days. So yesterday, Martin, you were at um, Canary Wharf for a social mobility kind of launch.
1: Yeah, indeed. I mean, not just a social mobility launch, Ellie. This is the social mobility action plan. Oh, I'm it's sorry. The, the famous SMAP that uh, has been <laughs> in the wings for ages. Um, I mean, this has it's been a big passion for Justin Greening and for Theresa May um, since they came into office, and... Um, and so
0: Any mention of grammar schools?
1: If you should say that, I, I looked very, very carefully. Couldn't see them mentioned ones. Oh, ah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. One year on. One year on. Yeah, um, but lots of other stuff is in there. Mm. Um, and I mean, if you're slightly cynical, you might say they've just thrown every single government initiative in education into this one document and said it's all about social mobility and it's all bagged that way. Um, you might actually say, well, maybe it just shows that all the little bits they're doing this shows how they they sort of point to in in the same direction now it's trying to align the department and all its thinking to try and get kids to have a life a good life chance no matter what their background is mm. um so lots of stuff there that we've we've seen already things like um trying to tackle teacher recruitment and retention with you know um student loan bursaries um you know, bursaries for yeah you know, subge- subjects key teachers in subjects um but also things like saying, um, you know, why don't head teachers go to the most challenging schools?" Well, they're worried that Ofsted will grade them harshly. So Ofsted are saying, "Well, we're not going to grade you harshly just because you're in a deprived area. If you're doing a good job as a head teacher, we'll reflect that." Mm-hmm. So I think lots and lots of detail in there. An overall message is social mobility matters, and that's at the centre of everything we're doing. Um, we've really just got to see whether it really does tie together or, or make a difference.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned Ofsted. Obviously, we also had the Ofsted annual report on Wednesday. If you, I can't yes. remember exactly now when it was. I think it was Wednesday. And Amanda Smeelman made a, quite a big deal about um, just because if you have a disadvantage intake, if you have you know um, pupil, high pupil premium kids or SEND kids, then that shouldn't be an excuse for not performing. She made a big thing of that, didn't she?
1: Yeah, she was pretty firm on that. So at the same time, as the DFE say, we're not going to you know, let schools be penalised... If they're doing good work in deprived areas, remember to say Spielman, saying, is well, we're not going to let you off the hook either mm. yeah um and there was it the quote about the mixed messages there arguably i th- I think so um and, and she going heard say something about um, there's this brinkmanship or one upmanship of up disadvantage,
2: disadvantage one upmanship yeah. yeah that was
1: it yeah the idea that some of these schools are just saying, well, you know we'd like to be doing well, but look at all the number of kids mm. that we've got who've mm. got you know special problems or circumstances I
2: think it's a really interesting one because I interviewed um, the principal of uh, school in uh, Greater Manchester the Manchester Enterprise Academy um, a couple of weeks ago The um, principal James Eldon he um, was really frustrated by this sort of no excuse no excuses sort of culture and not being able to uh, not being able to brook any sort of reference to your school circumstances um, and he kind of felt that that actually you can't make excuses and you can't sort of um make excuses for um you know delivering a poor education um to your students. But actually, you know, context and disadvantage really does matter and you've got to be he, he certainly and I think I suspect many head teachers in these um the, the schools in the private areas would like to see um uh, the DfE and Ofsted and, and so on, actually just being sort of mindful that schools are different and that there are different challenges in different areas.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's an element of that coming through when you yeah, the government are looking at sort of progress measures that folks make from their starting points. Well, I guess, how many get five A-stars star, A to C's. So it, it, they're, they're moving in that direction, aren't they? But I guess it, it's hard to... to
0: they are and Progress 8 obviously is one of those things that, that it's trying to take that on but yeah. then you've still got other measures other accountability measures mm. that are looking at the kind of um, how many you get above five and above you know yep. in English and yeah. maths or um, EBAC so they say that and yes that is the main one but they've still got those things in yeah. place.
2: And even with Progress 8 some head teachers say that if they've got um, kind of cohorts of students with um, really challenging sort of um personal situations and they have students dropping out mm. um before they do the exam so that can have a, a massive disproportionate impact yeah. on their results as well so it's still it hasn't been entirely sort of um kind of removed this kind of issue
0: no and i think actually the dfe are looking at addressing that the fact that you have these huge um jumps in your progress eight scores based on a few people that might not have sat the exam because of illness or or just not you know um, various personal circumstances and they are looking at it but we don't know yet what's happening with that and then we've had just so much more i mean i could go through a list of different things but i'm i mean off call obviously well not obviously they announced pretty much everything yesterday (laughs) so my day was very busy um with you know the the number of challenges. which was a number of challenges that have been successful, which rose by 40%, which was huge, um, with Remarks. Um, but also we've had just within the last kind of hour, last hour or so, we've had something on uh, QTS as well, mm-hmm. Will. Can you take us through kind of the main stuff yes, from that? It's,
2: uh, so Justin Greening said earlier this year that she wanted to strengthen QTS, and I think she feels, and um, many people in education feel, that to a certain extent, um, after teachers... Train after they finish their ITT, they're basically kind of dropped into a classroom and sort of expected to kind of get on with it. And that's the support um, for them in their first few years uh, of teaching is not very good. And obviously, that has big implications for things like retention. You get lots of people sort of dropping out within the first sort of five years of um, teaching. And so, the Department of Education has published a consultation today which suggests. Um, in their words, strengthening QTS. I think one of the big... There's, there's, again, a bit with, like, Martin and the um, Social Mobility Action Plan, there's lots of detail in there. There's lots of um, different sort of ideas which are floated, and so I think we'll need to sort of um, do some work uh, in in the coming months to sort of see how they develop and see which ones actually kind of um, get kind of the go-ahead. But perhaps the biggest... um, change which is suggested is pushing back actual kind of um, QTS qualified teacher status Um, so it's no longer when you complete your ITT which is currently but actually it's after you've completed your induction program when you've gone into a school and that induction um, period is currently one year so you're an NQT for a year and they're suggesting that that should be a two-year Um, process and it should be a a bit more kind of structured Mm. so it's basically um getting qts sort of um over a three-year period rather than sort of a a one-year period um so quite a quite a significant change really
0: yeah so there's been a lot going on and um i wonder whether there'll be any more before christmas i mean when does when does government finish when does it when are they going on holiday? When oh, are they having next Parliament's, Parliament's still there mm. till
1: Wednesday, I think. OK, so there is a yeah. chance
0: we still could have more next week. On oh, just let us
1: get, think of the journalists. Just think <laughs> just, of the journalists. Just, just Give think us some of time us off. when
0: you're breaking up from school, <laughs> um, still writing. <laughs> Great. Well, I think I'll leave it there because that's a lot of things to cover. So that leaves me to say thank you to Will and Martin. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for listening. And uh, make sure you tune in next week.